Welcome back to another episode of Jesus Sisters. I'm your host, Allie. And today we are going to be discussing quietness, um, just getting alone with God. Uh, before we did that, if, if you haven't uh, hit that like button or gotten subscribed, please do so so that you um, get any notifications of new episodes that do come out. So before we dive in, let's start off in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for everybody listening and tuning in today. I just pray that you would answer their prayers and hear their needs, Lord. Provide them comfort and peace as they go about their days. And Lord, I just pray that you would make your presence very known in their life. Lord, empty me of myself anoint my lips so that I would speak only what you would have me speak, Lord. I just pray that this message would reach those who are far from you, Lord, and that those who haven't accepted you as Lord and Savior would do so, because we know that it is your wish that none should perish, but all would come to the revelation of you, Lord. So I just thank you today for all that you're doing in our lives, Lord, all of your great gifts. Um, and yeah, I just pray the blood of Jesus over us all now. And thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay. So really, I had um, a hard time trying to pick what this week's episode was going to be about because I've just been super busy with work. And then we had the sickness come around in our household. And first, I was more trying to combat it. And then of course I got it. And between work and being sick and then trying to catch up on the things that you let go of when you're sick, I was like, Lord, I just don't feel prepared to, to, you know, speak, uh, you know, today. So what would you have me speak? And I just felt unprepared and the Lord just kept on bringing to my mind, like, quiet, quiet, quiet. And as I was spending time with him, I realized, you know, how can we expect to recognize or hear what God is trying to communicate to us if we're always on the go and life is always loud and busy? We live in a world and a society where multitasking is a way of life. And, and truly listening it seems to be an art that is going away, I think, just because we get so busy. And I felt like God was telling me, like, I am here. I always have messages. I am always waiting. But you're just so busy and trying to take control and not hearing me. I really wasn't listening to him because I was just trying to figure it all out on my own. And so I just figured with the holidays coming up, it's just a really busy time. And, you know, if we don't take that time, if we're not actively pursuing quietness with God, we're going to one of his messages. So I just felt like God wanted me to share this message and maybe it would resonate with others as well. I did want to start off with Matthew 6, 25 to 34. 
For this reason, I say to you, do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air that they do not sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? And who of you by being worried can add a single hour to his life? And why are you worried about clothing? Observe how the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory clothed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Do not worry then, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I love that reminder. I feel like it. a lot of times when we're busy, that anxiousness comes about. And this is just that great reminder of, you know, what can worrying do in our lives? And God is going to take care of us. We can trust in God and his provisions. There is no need to be anxious about our needs. So if we seek him and his kingdom first and trust that our needs will be provided, that is what the scripture is saying. We must prioritize our spirit and get alone with God so he can calm and ease our burdens. Great is his faithfulness, and we can rely on it. And faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. And then I wanted to also go over Matthew 11, 28 to 30. Come to me, all who are weary and heaven laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that was just a great reminder for me because I was feeling weary and heavy, heavy laden that I had all these burdens that I had to take care of. And this was just a great reminder. I needed rest and he gave me rest. And this is an invitation for us all. Jesus is inviting all of us who are tired, burdened, burnt out and seeking solace. When we turn to him, we can find rest and peace. Jesus urges those who are weary, weighed down with burdens to turn to him and to learn from his teachings and embrace this relationship with him. For he is gentle and the burden associated with following him is light. He will gently guide us. And Jesus is asking us to enter into a relationship with him, to share life with him, to commit with him to him, and that he will give us rest. Psalm 33, 20 to 22. Our souls wait for the Lord. He is our help and our shield, for our heart rejoices in him, because we trust in his holy name. Let your loving kindness, O Lord, be upon us, according as we have hoped in you. 
so we can have hopeful waiting and trust in Jesus. He is the ultimate source. He is our help and our protection. We find true joy in God and rely on his unfailing love. And I just really like that that scripture that when we go away to him, he is our help. He is our shield. He is our fortress and our protection. So it just was that reminder to go away to that quiet place to seek our shield, our help, and let his loving kindness be upon us. And then I loved Psalm 23, 2 to 3. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for the sake of his name. He lets us lie down in green pastures and leads us beside quiet waters. He restores our soul. And that just shows me that sometimes we need to let him lead us so that he can lead us to those green pastures and and beside those quiet waters to restore our souls. He is the restorer of our souls. And if we're too busy with life and not seeking him, we're not going to get out of life what we truly need. Jesus cares for us. He is the shepherd. His quiet waters are refreshment for our souls. His green pastures, he nurtures and guides and provides. He is the caretaker of our souls. And sometimes we just need to come away from the hustle and bustle of life so that our soul can be provided for. Psalm 38, 15. For I hope in you, O Lord, you will answer, O Lord, my God. Our hope is in him. When we seek him, when we go to pray to him, he will answer. And the psalmist trusted in the Lord and had patience and anticipated God's response in hard times. And then Psalm 131, 1 to 3. O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor my eyes haughty, nor do I involve myself in great matters or in things too difficult for me. Surely I have composed and quieted my soul. Like a weaned child rests against his mother, my soul is like a weaned child within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forever. So the psalmist, again, is showing a humble and content attitude, not involving oneself in matters beyond their understanding. This reflects an attitude of surrender and trust in God's wisdom. I mean, isn't that true? Sometimes we just try and figure it all out. Things that are just beyond us or beyond our understanding. And the psalmist here shows us that they are humble, but also have has that contentment to not to know they're humble knowing that there are things that they just don't understand but that the Lord does so they surrender and trust in God's wisdom and then we get that picture of a weaned child a weaned child is no longer anxious and restless for their immediate needs but instead finds peace and comfort in their mother 
So here we can see the psalmists quieted and calmed themselves and found contentment in their relationship with God. We can place our hope and trust in God's guidance and provision. And again, it's just about going away and getting alone with God so that we can be provided that guidance and provision. A lot of times it's hard for us to know how God is trying to guide us if we're not listening or not seeking his guidance. And then Zephaniah 317, the Lord, your God is in your midst, a victorious warrior. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will be quiet in his love. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. Again, God is our provider. He's in our midst. He's with us. And he's a victorious warrior. He's a warrior and he's victorious. He will be quiet in his love and he will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. God is present with his followers as a powerful and saving presence. He takes delight when we believe in him and seek him. He rejoices over us with singing, which shows us his love and care for us. This gives us assurance and highlights the peace and comfort that comes from having a personal relationship with our Lord and creator. I love 1 Chronicles 16, 11 to 12. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. We are to seek the Lord because he provides us strength. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. It's not in our own strength, but it's in his strength. So again, when we quiet ourselves and seek the Lord and his strength, seek his presence continually, like we don't stop. And then we're supposed to remember his works that he has done, his miracles and his judgments that he uttered. And then I love love this because Jesus gave us the example. In Luke 5:16 it said, but he would withdraw to desolate places and pray. That's our example of having to just drown out the world and get quiet and get alone with God. Jesus often withdrew to desolate places to pray. And this is showing us that Jesus took time away from the demands of life, his ministry to have private prayer in communion with God. Prayer was crucial in Jesus's human life. And we know that it's he, you know, is our intercessor and prayer warrior. He sits at the right hand of God praying for us. So it's a crucial part of Jesus's life and his ministry, and it is crucial in ours. We are to pray without ceasing. When Jesus went away and prayed, it provided him with spiritual strength, guidance, and a deep connection with the Father. So by going to desolate places, Jesus sought solitude and a break from the constant demands, and that allowed him to renew his spirit and maintain that close relationship with God. Jesus is always the example. This is why it's so important for us to withdraw so that we can have solitude and peace. Life is hectic. Life gets busy, right? And I think we can all agree that sometimes we just want to 
breathe and and have that peace and calmness in our life. And then Zechariah 2.13, be silent all mankind before the Lord, for he has roused himself from his holy dwelling. And this is just that, that pause to, you know, pause and acknowledge the divine presence of the Lord. This encourages us again to quietly reflect. We can see God is about to do something, emphasizing his sovereignty and readiness to intervene on our behalf. We can trust that God will give us guidance, and that's why it's so important to quiet our minds so we can hear his words and know what he is saying and what he means when he says it. Exodus 14.14, the Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. He will fight for you. We can trust and remain calm in the chaos. Isaiah 57, 19 to 21, creating the praise of the lips, peace, peace to him who is far away and to him who is near, says the Lord, and I will heal him. But the wicked are like the tossing sea, for it cannot be quiet, and its waters toss up and refuse in mud. And its waters toss up, refuse, and mud. There is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. Isaiah 57, 19 to 21. So if we turn to God, we will find hope and peace. Unlike the wicked who have unrest and a lack of peace, there is a promise of peace and healing to those who seek that personal relationship with Jesus. And I don't know if you got the same thing that I did when I read this, but I just heard there's no rest for the wicked. We've heard that all of our life. And and this is what Isaiah 57, 19 to 21 is saying, that there really is no rest for the wicked. Psalm 37, 7, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not get upset because of one who is successful in his way, because of the person who carries out wicked schemes. And I think that that's just a really good reminder to rest in the Lord and, and wait patiently for him. And sometimes it, it can be upsetting when we notice other people achieving success or when the wicked prosper. But this is telling us to trust and wait patiently with calmness in the face of difficulty in that we must trust in his timing. And then I love this. This is, I mean, I think we've talked about it a lot on Jesus Sisters is just that the first thing we should be doing in the morning is spending time with the Lord. If we start our day off with the Lord, we can't go wrong there. If God is for us, who can be against us? We're, he wants to have fellowship and you never know what the day is going to bring. And when we just have that quiet time to start our day with the Lord, that's getting started off on the on the right foot. It puts us in the right frame of mind. It helps us put on the armor so that we can face whatever the day has for us. And that's going to be Psalm 5.3. In the morning, O Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I will order my prayer to you and eagerly watch. So again, that's saying that quiet time that we spend with the Lord, he will hear our voice, he'll hear our prayers, and that we can eagerly watch. So again, being patient, quiet, while we eagerly watch to see 
and how he's hearing our voice and the the order of our prayer to him. So we start the day seeking God, presenting our needs to Jesus, and we can wait hopefully for his response, Um, starting our morning with prayer and trusting that he will divinely guide us throughout the day. And Proverbs 18, 13, he who gives an answer before he hears, it is folly and shame to him. So this proverb warns us against hasty responses without first taking the time to listen and understand. That's why it's so important to communicate and listen to what the Lord is telling us. It never bodes well for us when we make quick decisions. Uh, That's why it says be slow to speak, slow to anger. Really think about what we're saying and what we're doing before we do it. And then 1 Timothy 2, 1 to 6. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them. Intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God, our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. For there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. This is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. Amen. Isn't that awesome? So I just really wanted to share this message. Listen to what God is saying to you today so that we can live in his will. And, you know, he will provide our needs. And he does listen to us. But just as he listens, and we love to when people listen to us, God loves when we listen to him, and it's good for us to listen to him. It benefits us, and these scriptures show us that. So I just, that would be my prayer, that you would hear the Lord, hear what he's saying to you, and and that this week would be a quiet reflection with you in the Lord. So I think I'll end on 2 Thessalonians 3.16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times and in every situation. The Lord be with you all. The Lord be with you all. If you have any prayers, please reach out to us. We're on Facebook, Instagram. You can always reach out to our email. I'd be happy to pray for you. I'm already praying for you, and I just pray that your week would be blessed. And as always, keep your eye on the prize, Jesus. Thank you.